when the big tournament money's on the line, uh. professional women choose macho tennis ball. Uh. Macho. Uh. We give women the balls to win. Beware of exploding balls. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. I can't believe I have to say this, but doctors agree that COVID vaccines do not cause swollen <laughs> testicles. But to be fair to Dr. Minaj, everyone knows there's no source more reliable than your extended family's acquaintances in another country. Her report comes straight from the New England Journal of My Cousin's Friend in Trinidad. Just check out this week's study. I heard his girlfriend got pregnant from a hot tub. I've got big balls. Yeah. They're the balls that I like best. My balls are always bouncing to the left and to the right. It's my belief that my big ball should be held every night. Oh, we've got big balls. We've got big balls. We've got big balls. That's big balls. He's got big balls. She's got big balls. But we've got the best. Thank you, California. You did it. You voted for Newsom, so next year you can vote for Newsom. A lesson to be learned here for the Democratic Party. When you take your feet off the desk, you get positive results. Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. I'm your hostess, Brit Summers, broadcasting live from a state run by a drooling subhuman maniac. Before I get the party started here, I just got to ask this one question. What's going on with Bill Maher lately? What is his problem? Damn. You know, really, Bill? A, a good diet and exercise? That's going to prevent COVID? You know, he, he's, he's got more right-wing hate talkers and podcasters... They're running out of bookings on that show. Nobody wants to do it because he's obviously anti-vax, anti-mask. Yeah, he got vaxxed. Yeah, he got COVID. Yeah, he's okay because he got vaxxed. But obviously, he doesn't wear a mask. He's in agreement more often than not with the the fascist haters out there, especially that guy with the, the patch on his eye, Dan Crenshaw, that creep. And if you'll notice, sometimes it's on the left eye and sometimes it's on the right eye. I know a jazz disc jockey like that, uh, Mort Figa, and he would he would wear a patch over one eye, and during the next break, it'd be over the other eye. But yeah, that's who he has on there. And in, I don't, <laughs> really, he, he, he's the picture of masculine health, Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't bench press a five-pound bag of apples. Yeah, we all aspire to be the uh, fine example of good health, like Bill Maher. (laughs) What you need is good exercise and the right kind of diet. Uh, Okay. Well, good for you, Bill. But that doesn't prevent the Delta variant. It doesn't prevent COVID. A lot of healthy people have died from COVID. Got nothing to do with it. But don't, don't confuse Bill Maher with that. He's just bitter because he lost millions and billions and zillions of dollars because he couldn't tour for a year. And he also lost a bundle uh, with the Mets. But he lucked out because he sold his interest. He no longer is a part owner of the Mets. So he made his money back on that. But he's very bitter about that. He can't draw the crowds he used to draw. And I got news for you, Bill Maher. You keep this up. You keep going on the uh, fascist path of comedy like Dennis Miller, 
you'll be going from headlining in Las Vegas to the opening act for uh, Yakov Smirnoff and Branson. Your crowds are going to get smaller, Bill. And, and speaking for myself, it got smaller here because I don't watch your show anymore. I can't take it. I mean, he was always center. You, but I was understood. And sometimes he had some very valid points. I mean, especially about religion. That I agree with him with. But man, he's he's gone way, way off the right-wing rails. I mean, he's he's just far right now. It's not even worth tuning in. Proper diet and exercise. Look at that guy. <laughs> he, he has the same physique of Don Knotts. <laughs> well, you eat the right foods and you don't have to wear a mask. Because if you wear a mask, you're breathing in your own bodily fluids. Yeah. Okay. What a crybaby. What, what, a, what the ego on that guy. And to think... And I, I did defend him back when he said that the uh, 9-11 terrorists weren't cowards. It takes courage to fly a plane into a building. I didn't agree with it, but I understood what he was saying. And it was his own show. And he has the right to say what he wants on his own show. And ABC just axed it. And I rose in his defense back then because I liked politically inc- incorrect but he can't do that no more. The fun part about politically incorrect, which he owns now, so you'll never see him, but he used to have on great guests on there that are dead now. He'd have Batman, Adam West, uh, up against, uh, I don't know, Newt Gingrich. And then he'd have, uh, my favorite guest he ever had was Werner Klemplerer, Colonel Klink, <laughs> who was a leaping liberal guy. But he played a Nazi on TV. And naturally, the Republicans, they believe what they see. So they, they think he really was. And he just, uh, I think when he had uh, Jerry Falwell on once. That's how far back it was. And he said, I think you can understand where I'm coming from. And, and Klempler said, of course I can. Nobody can goose up as well as I do. <laughs> so he, he had some fun with it. Can't do those no more because they're all dead. He died? Yeah, he died. So now if you watch real time, which was okay for a while, but now all they got is podcasters. That's exciting, yeah. Well, you can tune into my podcast at uh, whateveritis.com. <laughs> he lost his celebrity status. Oh, did I bring up Nicki Minaj yet? <laughs> Well, not that I want to, or even know of her, but thanks to her, I get to blow the dust off of this one. And I gotta say, it's one of my better sings, originally by the Tams. A little bit of paint will paint my balls with colors to display. A little bit of paint looks better when my balls hang down this way. On each of my nuts, I like to paint a happy You take a brush and you swing it on your nuts As you very gently touch and dab away You can festoon and dress up your baga ghouls To tickle and amuse and place on your lover's face A little bit of paint will paint my balls with colors To display a little bit of paint looks better when my balls hang down this way Some guys paint their toes Or their nails But this will open up their eyes without fail A little bit of paint Will make your balls look better this way You're listening to the Brit Summer Show once again And I thank everybody for your patience Because uh, I got a lot accomplished over the Label Day uh, weekend. They call it Labor Day because, uh, well, in my case, it's because I went into, <laughs> I went into labor. <laughs> I was laboring. I almost didn't get this show off the ground this week because uh, something went wrong with my computer. And uh, I found out what was wrong with it, and I fixed it. All fixed. And while I was off, we had the uh, hurricane come through. Not here, luckily. 
It, they're all going to go to the Gulf of Mexico because it's like uh, the water temperature there is like 500 degrees. And hurricanes uh, are attracted by heat. And the hotter the surface of the water or the land is, uh, primarily the water, the stronger the hurricanes get. And uh, that's what happened in New York. Because everybody thought after it hit the southern coast, it was over. But no, it uh, continued to, I mean, it became a, a, just a wet rainstorm. And no one expected this. You see, in Louisiana, they knew this was going to, they had planned for it. I mean, it was disastrous anyway. But at least people had a warning. They had time to either evacuate or prepare for the storm. Nobody expected this in New York. New Jersey or or Pennsylvania. I mean, I talked to my friend up there, and he said, you know, we get, it was seven inches of rain. They get rain all the time, and as you know, they get snow all the time, and the snow melts, and they get, you know, the streets flood a little bit now and then. Uh, it's commonplace to have rainstorms and snowstorms up north. But the the rivers overflowed. Things are going wrong now because the climate is changing at such a rapid pace. Our technology can't keep up with it. Our infrastructure can't. And that's what happened there. Out of the blue, because they knew they were going to get rain. They knew the storm was going on. They didn't know it was good. They had no idea it was going to be that. Well, they've been through a, they've been through a lot. It, I mean, with uh, last year's COVID, they were the hot spot. And with the help of a really good governor, they made it through that. Uh, They got the uh, rates down very low. Uh, This governor here, uh, she extended the uh, rent moratorium in that state. So it looks like she'll be doing a good job. Let's hope. Let's hope she campaigns as well as uh, Cuomo did. Because Republicans are going to throw everything in the kitchen sink. Is going to go with it when they run in 22. Anyway, if you want to see... Would post-democracy, what America would will look like very soon, unless something is done. You want to take a look of what a third world country looks like right here in the United States. Take a look at Texas. Wow. And of course, that's with the help of the uh, very Catholic Supreme Court. And like I said last week, abortion, that wasn't a surprise with this Supreme Court. What was it? <laughs> What is a surprise is this bounty law. That's so goddamn... I mean, first of all, the the anti-abortion laws are unconstitutional, obviously. But the addition of these bounty laws, deputizing churches and deputizing people to arrest or whatever, execute women arbitrarily. I mean, they love the Republicans. They just love arbitrary executions, primarily blacks. But women, now they're going to do that. What are they going to do if the woman is pregnant or or, uh, she's guilty of being pregnant or whatever this law is going to say? What are they going to do? Hang her? Burn her at the stake? What are they going to do? They don't say what the punishment is. They left that part out. In the Supreme Court that they got, yes, expand the Supreme Court. I know it's near impossible to do, because, uh, well, we got a majority in both houses. Will you stop saying that, media? Apparently, we don't. You see, we're the majority on the bus, but the Trumplicans are driving the bus. Yeah, it only takes one person to drive the bus, and we're all on the crazy bus to Insanesville, man. Because Democratic Party? Hey, Democratic Party, you're not doing anything. Well, we don't want to appear partisan. Well, we, we should play by the rules and be very, very nice. And maybe, maybe a Republican will vote for us in 22. You know, it, we're going to get pummeled so bad. And for the Democrats out there, say, nobody listens to AM radio anymore. <laughs> Tell that to Texas. And I'm not saying because I'm, I'm a majority of Texans are against all these laws. They can't do anything because of the gerrymandering. But even if you pass new gerrymandering laws, this is what I found out. In Florida, this stanky, stinky toilet where I'm prisoner, 
uh, and I'm, I'm getting a furlough in a couple of months. Uh, in 2010, a measure was passed up for redistricting, fair redistricting, uh, overwhelmingly passed, and was signed into law in 2011 by uh, Rick the Lizard Scott. He signed it into law. Yes, it should be fair redistricting throughout the state of Florida. Nobody did nothing. And the Republicans just kept on gerrymandering. So it's like, wink, wink, Pally, I got your back. Yeah, we'll make it law, but it's it's the law. What do we care? And then they just kept on doing it. And they're going to do it again. Because here's what the Republicans found out, and all the Trumplicans. Remember when Susan Collins said uh, after the uh, first impeachment, I think that Donald Trump has learned his lesson. Oh, yeah, they le- he learned his lesson. Everybody learned their lesson on the Trumplican side. And the lesson that to be learned is they are accountable to no one. No laws apply if you're white and you're Republican. Or if you're a supplicant African-American like Larry Elder, the talk show host. There you go, Bill Maher. You could have uh, Larry Elder on. He's a talk show host. Oh, maybe you can have his co-host on. Bill Maher, or maybe if you can't book him, you can book their their uh, producer or production person. Bill Maher. <laughs> oh, God. No laws apply to any Republicans anywhere, and they know it. And you know how they got that attitude to begin with? The Democrats said, sure, we're not going to do nothing. We don't want to appear partisan. We're weak and spineless and feckless. We don't care. We're Democrats, and go ahead, do what you want. Oh, we'll shake our fist. Oh, we'll have some tersely worded uh, blogs or something, or tersely worded tweets, but we're Democrats, and, well, we're just very, very weak. And we don't know how to play your game on your playground. We don't know how to bully back. Because if you do bully back, that's how you defeat the bully. But now the Republicans are like, they don't even have to use bully tactics. They, they've just discovered that the Democrats will roll out the red carpet for any type of nefarious, evil that crap that they want to get away with, and they can. They got the Supreme Court in their pocket. We have no Department of Justice. We have Merrick Judy Garland there doing nothing, picking his nose and scratching his balls. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and, and uh, okay, he's going to sue the state of Texas for this uh, abortion uh, uh, bounty on a woman uh, law. He's going to sue the state of Texas. What's that going to do, Merrick? Tell us what that's going to do. I mean, you know it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And what are they going to say? You know what they're... It's it's a done deal with the Amy COVID uh, embarrassment. So, so so, what's the point? And I still can't get over Joe Biden won't fire Chris Ray at the FBI, who, who's actually just a, a non-performer. He doesn't work. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do his job. Okay, he replaced Comey and he's appointed by Trump. Anything else you need to know? But he, there he is. Do I have the answer? No. No, I do not. But I can offer a suggestion... Resend the 96 Telecom Act and write a new one that's more comprehensive and up-to-date and more fluid for any uh, advances made in the future. But this time include any business calling themselves news. I don't care if it's cable. I don't care if it's satellite. I don't care if it's from the moon. If they call themselves news, they're going to have to prove it. They're going to have to validate that title. And not go into business as an entertainment entity, which is what they do. And that's where all the this is coming from, that we don't push back on. Maybe what they're trying to achieve here is, well, they're making an erstwhile effort. Uh, okay. <laughs> what are you going to do? Going to sue, uh, shake a weak little fist? This is a bounty... Placed on the head of women. 
And I, I said a few weeks ago on this show that, yeah, it's unthinkable and unimaginable that they would pass such a draconian, downright mean, nasty, dirty law. But they opened the door to other things when they said a bounty can be placed on the head of those who don't uh, adhere to this uh, unconstitutional law. Think about that. The Supreme Court, they just turned, they didn't make a ruling, but they just turned their nose up and said, whoop, 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 whatever. Okay, so you can place a bounty on people's heads. This Supreme Court says, yeah, that's good. Go for it. You take abortion out of the equation, you have a law that says it places bounties on women's heads. And then you have the the uh, cable news media with the, with their uh, chin-scratching uh, wonderment. Uh, <laughs> Could the abortion bounty lead to other things? Could it? Hmm? How coy they are. Of course it is. It's, it's a start to... Uh, any kind, and they can apply that to any law they want now. If you see somebody jaywalking, you can place a $10,000 bounty on somebody's head. I mean, there's no end to that. If the Supreme Court says it, they give it a green light and say, sure, but there's, there's Merrick Garland. The Justice Department does not approve of this, and we don't like it, and it's not nice, and boop a doop doo Oh, and how many insurrectionists have we let out of jail and let walk home? Too many. Why haven't we been prosecuting them to the fullest extent of the law? Well, they're white. And we don't want to look partisan. Now do we? Yeah. There's no end game to that. That just makes no sense at all. They don't care who's partisan. They just, all they care about is how, how many asses they can kick. This isn't a gracious dinner you're throwing, Merrick. Damn it. <laughs> Biden put him in, I guess because of a little uh, zets he wanted to give to the to Mitch McConnell. Because he was supposed to be appointed Supreme Court Justice, McConnell kept blocking him, wouldn't let him in, wouldn't let him have a hearing, wouldn't let him get confirmed. Every kind of obstacle uh, against uh, Merrick Garland to be a Supreme Court Justice. And to get him back, as soon as Biden gets in office, he picks Merrick Garland to say, Yeah, there you go. And a lot of good that did, Joe. You could have had Glenn Kirshner. And let me tell you something. If Glenn Kirshner was attorney general right now, the entire Trump clan would be in jail. All of these pudgy white terrorists, insurrectionists, they'd not only be in jail, but they'd keep them in there. And maybe some of these radio stations, yeah, uh, uh, like in Torres, uh, primarily the southern states, but they're up north too, that are disseminating false and deadly poisonous information. Maybe he'd give a call to Jessica Rosenworcel and say, you know something? Maybe we shouldn't let this poison on the air. And I'm certain that uh, Jessica would say, well, as far as the FCC can tell, uh, they're not using any curse words. Yeah. I mean, they did one good thing, finding the robocaller. One, they should find all robocallers. And I'm speaking as a a board member of Democratic groups that are considering sending texts out next year for the primary. No, don't make people hate us. Bad, bad idea. No, very simple answer to that. Appropriate funding for us to have recourse, to have some recourse on the airwaves or on the television, by time on, at the end of uh, local news shows, anything. No, 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 we don't see it. No, they, 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 the Florida Democratic Party, they want us to go out there and uh, shine shoes and beg for votes and knock on doors and put up door hangers and maybe wash windshields in the, in the intersection. That's the way the Democratic Party operates here. While we're up against a mega billion dollar media infrastructure, they don't care. They don't care. They're dumb to it. I mean, you can talk until you're blue in the face and they're like, huh? What? What? Why am I yelling at the Democratic Party? Because they have no, how do I, how shall I put this? Balls. They have no strength. They have no guts to stand up 
to these filthy douchebags, like in Texas. And the Supreme Court. Oh, getting back to that. Yeah, they can't expand it. There are no rules why they can't. However, they're still going to have to get the confirmation. They're going to have to get them approved to sit on the bench. And that's the part that they're... they're it's not that they won't... <laughs> it's, it's not that they can't. They don't want to try. Because they're defeatists. And they figure, why bother? We're not going to get anything through the Senate anyway. <laughs> We're Democrats. We're weak. Well, maybe he can wheel out uh, Chuck Chucky Schumer, and uh, he can do one of his great on-the-floor speeches. I am so disappointed in my fellow and friendly and loved Republican friends. That's what we got, ladies and gentlemen, and you're wondering why. It's effortless now. They can run roughshod over us anytime they want without any, any recourse. None. Especially on the airwaves. Speaking of Texas, there he was amidst all of the 9-11 memorials. George W. Bush was there. And he actually said something that uh, I, I, I wish when he was president, uh, he would have said that back then. Because... Uh, as you know by now, with the uh, declassified records of 9-11, that's uh, what I've been saying ever since then. It was the Saudis. It's very clear that the Saudis were behind. They financed the attack against this country. And, and show we're going to send all our uh, troops over to uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. I mean, yeah, okay, Bin Laden was there for like 10 seconds, but... Bin Laden was uh, operative of the Saudi royal family, which, uh, by the way, uh, the Bin Laden family, who happened to be right here, where else but Flada, on the day of the 9-11 attack, there was no air travel that day. All aircraft everywhere was grounded, except for one with the Bin Ladens on it. And what happened since then? I don't know. No, nothing. And there he was talking about which is obviously something we have to deal with right now, these mounting attacks from the toothless, six-toed hillbillies that listen to hate talk radio and watch the three cable networks that call themselves news. And he had a very good point. So much of our politics has become a naked appeal to anger, fear, and resentment. He said naked. That leaves us worried about our nation and our future together. I come without explanations or solutions. I can only tell you what I've seen. On America's day of trial and grief, I saw millions of people instinctively grab for a neighbor's hand and rally to the cause of one another. That is the America I know. They make our buildings tumble down. They use weird words I can't pronounce. But their holes are smoking and the Taliban's in flight Because our bombs keep falling from the sky now <laughs> They're the evildoers, make no mistake They're the evildoers, and that's all I ever say Like I told the kids at school Afghanistan smells like your stool <laughs> And they're all jealous of the things that we all have Like showers, razor blades, and bubble baths now They're the evildoers, make no mistake They're the evildoers, that's all I have to say No more questions, please Oh, and uh, God bless America Yeah, 20 years too late, Georgie You listen to the Brit Summer Show yeah, these homegrown terrorists, and when I say homegrown, I mean AM radio grown, because that's who they listen to. All their favorite talk show hosts. You got that right, Valentine. Oh, he died. <laughs> you got that right, Bernier. Oh, he died. <laughs> you got that right, Farrell. Oh, he died too. <laughs> He's dead, Joe. 
Yeah, they all died. And another one died who I never heard of. He's dead, Jim. So what can we do? I guess, wait. What else can you do? I don't know. I got my booster. All we can do right now is just sit back and wait. Talk about your herd immunity. Well, there's a herd of them that's going to go. And uh, it's only a matter of time before they all croak. And, re- and again, like all the, the Hey Talk radio hosts that died, uh, it, their, ve- their very last words, each and every one of them, Get the vaccine. Everything I said was wrong. Yeah. And I was right. I was absolutely right. These these shirt disturbers at the uh, parent-teacher meetings, the school board meetings, they don't live there. They're being bussed in, shipped in, flown in from other parts of the country, and they're being paid. And I don't want to use, they're paid actors, because that's, that's their projectionism on us. But they're actually doing it. These people don't live there. And what I don't understand is, if, if you're going to have a community school board meeting... I mean, I, I go to a lot of political meetings here, and uh, if you're in a certain town and you have something to say, like to your city council, it's just uh, common practice that you, you state your name first and your address, so they can be assured that you live there. You, you state your street address. I don't see that happening at these things. And why don't these uh, parent-teacher meetings or school board meetings, why, why don't they wise up to that? They're getting infiltrated by people who don't even live in their towns. I ain't gonna take no vaccine because it's a violation of my liberty rights. They read from their phone. If you'll notice on the videos of all of them, they're reading uh, their script right off their phone. It's so obvious. I mean, I was sure there's a few locals that are insane, but most of them, yeah, they don't live there. And it is Freedom Foundation, Koch Brothers, the same gang of culprits that bankroll hate talk radio in a big, big way that, uh, according to the Democratic Party, nobody listens to. Mm-hmm. Oh. They gave us OPEC. We let them get away with 9-11. Almost any bad crisis. They're always behind it on a big chunk of the media So you won't hear them play The gas prices get steeper to help build you do bad Memories of the buildings remaining with us still Of them falling and falling Just forget it all, they know you will Never place the blame on the Saudis Even when it's them who are causing Bad things going on All that's going wrong Not the Saudis Never place the blame on the Saudis Or writing holding hands with the wrong Devastation and sorrow They're always in the shadows Very close buddies With the crazy little monkey They get away with murder And you always look at the other way Never place the blame on the Saudis Deny the truth and don't blame the Saudis It's our souls they own and us they always bone It's the Saudis Never place the blame on the Saudis Prices aren't soon to be falling It's never the fault of the Saudis Yeah, my apologies to the squeeze I could have sung that better But uh, they, probably, they probably said if, if they heard that they'd say Squeeze this so much for the first half of the Brit Summer Show. And now you have a choice to make. You can either stay tuned or <laughs> search the schedule of this radio station to find the entire program. Or the easiest thing to do is listen online at thebritsummershow.com. <laughs>
And I want to thank everybody who's tuning in this week, parking under the tower. And I'll have more when I come back next time. On 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Hey, it's me. I just want to make an announcement. Uh, and this is not a paid sponsor, unfortunately. But I feel it would be a public service uh, because I, I grew up with radio. And that's part of what you're supposed to do is provide a public service. And uh, I, I, I just found this out. So I want to share this with you, even if you're vaxxed. And I'm twice vaxxed with a booster. And this is still great news because if you... Don't do your testing. You're bound to pass it along to someone else. If you if you get COVID, uh, you'll get a little bit sick or whatever it is, but you're going to give it to somebody else. And then you don't want to be a spreader. Uh, my audience has a much higher intellect than any anybody else who listens to these right-wing hate talk shows. So I, I don't know if you already know this or not, but I wanted to pass it along to you. The antigen self-test is it now available? And now it always was, but they were hard to get. Now, CVS, or as I call it, CVS, uh, they had it, but it, it, in small quantities, and only some stores had it in stock. Walgreens, <laughs> they are not a sponsor, but I got to say, they've got tons of COVID-19 antigen self-tests uh, for like $24. And in the box... You get two tests. So that's that breaks down to 12 bucks a test. It's really not bad. And it's nice to have on hand in case you're not sure. In case you get up one day and you have that logy feeling. And you're wondering, did I get... Uh... Well, now you can check it at home. With the Abbott Binax Now COVID-19 Antigen Self-Test. And uh, it's no relation to uh, Greg Abbott. And... Uh, as I said on my Facebook post uh, regarding Greg Abbott, where's Richard Widmark when you need him? Uh, that's that's for movie buffs out there. <laughs> but yeah, they got him by the truckloads. So if you go into Walgreens, pick yourself a couple of boxes up, and, and they're $24 for two COVID-19 tests, and you get results in 15 minutes, and it's by Abbott. Again, no relation to the douchebag in Texas. And in each test... You get two Binex Now COVID test cards, two nasal swabs, and two Regent bottles, whatever that means. I'm certainly not talking about Regent Philbin. But yeah, this for everybody's benefit, the Abbott Binex Now COVID-19 antigen self-test. $24 a box with two tests in each box. Available now at Walgreens. Yours truly. Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. The tune voted best. The number one tune this week. I'd like to thank that vapid and untalented Nicki Minaj for giving this show the testicular theme it's been having. And no show about testicles would be complete without Isaac Hayes. Two tablespoons of cinnamon and two or three egg whites. A half a stick of butter melted. Stick it all in a bowl, baby. Stir it with a wooden spoon. Mix in a cup of flour. You'll be in heaven soon. Say, everybody, have you seen my balls? They're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Ooh, suck on my chocolate salted balls. Stick them in your mouth and suck them. Suck on my chocolate salted balls. They're packed full of vitamins and good for you. So suck on my balls. Quarter cup of unsweetened chocolate. And a half a cup of brandy. Then throw in a bag or two of sugar. And just a pinch of vanilla. 
Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, and Acast. And, oh, I should mention that, uh, well, I shouldn't mention it yet because it's not done. But there's a very good chance that this show uh, might be on the Hustler Network. Just my luck after Larry Flint dies. But, I guess I have some carte blanche since I had dinner with Al Goldstein at one time. <laughs> uh, I'll keep you in a loop as things transpire, or, being that it's Hustler, that perspire, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, they're putting up a big uh, online network, and my show has been in consideration to be run on that network. So, uh, whatever happens, happens, and that's that. <laughs> Gee, imagine this show on Hustler. What a perfect fit. I mean, really, when you think about it. In the meantime, all you got here is just little me. And everybody's been so gracious and kind. I know I sound like a bombastic bitch at times, but you don't know how broad the smile is on this broad's face when, you know, I get donations and uh, contributions and hear from my uh, listeners. It, it, it's uh, it's a great feeling, and it makes me feel like doing this. And, and that's the bottom line, you know. Back in the day when you did a show on the radio, when you were a trained broadcaster like they don't have anymore, uh, and you got a paycheck, and you were on payroll, and all this, and you got checks from other sources and things like that. Back when this was a real business, you did it because it was your living, and you needed the money, and you and whatever it was. You, you, you expected your paycheck. It was easy. It was done. Okay. Now you do this, you don't get nothing. Unless you, uh, you're a hate talker and you tell people uh, to die, you know, like these guys did, and then they died. If you tell people to die, to not take a vaccine and, and label it as a Democrat hoax, and you tell people not to wear a mask, and you also tell people to beat minorities on the street or, or shoot them on sight. If you say that on the air... And you get a very lucrative position at any radio station you want. You hear that, Democrats? Because uh, the Democratic Party, everybody, Democrats all the way down, they don't think radio exists anymore. But it do. In fact, uh, I saw this uh, speech just before the recall unelection thing that they had in California. Biden flew out there to uh, help out Gavin Newsom. And Newsom, Newsom? 
You know something? I'll tell you something. It was so nice to see a functioning governor. That guy's good. I mean, as a, as a politician, I, I've never seen him in action before. I mean, I, you know, I know he was mayor of San Francisco and he was, was once married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah, good looking guy like that. What's he need that slunk for? Uh, uh, but he dumped her eventually. And uh, he made this really dynamic speech, but he, he degraded it into typical uh, <laughs> Democrat speech. And uh, the Democrats go like this. <laughs> I want you to go out there and knock on doors. Go out there and shine those shoes. And go out there and uh, wash those windshields. And go up there and buff up those hubcaps. Uh, meanwhile, they got this big mega multi-billion dollar three cable news networks. We have two. Well, actually one and a half, kind of. Because everybody on MSNBC is an ex-Republican. Uh, and, and, and some on CNN, too. It's really... We don't have nothing out there. Free Speech TV is the closest you'll get to a liberal network or a democratically interested network. Uh, but they've got three, and they've got five, count them, five channels on Sirius. Well, I don't listen to the radio no more. Why do you have to, man? you got satellite now, satellite radio. Five. We have one and one sub-channel on Sirius. And Sirius rose... They <laughs> they jacked up their rates. Oh, uh, what is it? Fifteen a month now. When they went on the air, I think it was ten dollars a month. I never had it. I never wanted it. In fact, back when I was working and I, I had a car, I was leasing cars. Uh, I loved my Acura TL, and it is twenty years ago. And uh, when the lease was up, I, I Acura was. Gr- I really enjoyed. The service there, it was a great dealership, but you know what turned me off? First of all, the O4s were ugly, uh, and, and now they're uh, Acura's nice-looking car again, but that year they really uglied it up, and I, I didn't want to be seen in something like that. It, it was just awful what they did to the car. Uh, and on top of that, now I'm talking O4, they forced you by gunpoint. To, to, to put the Sirius XM in the car. In fact, it came on the dashboard, embossed on the dashboard, Sirius XM. So you had no choice. Well, I had a choice. I went to Chrysler. Not that I... <laughs> Crossfire was... Uh, oh, that's a whole other story. But Sirius is no bargain. And here I am all this time, because I've been <laughs> friends of mine, people I know in my life. You know, Really? You don't have Sirius? Really? Yeah, really. And now look, they're, they're raping you. Well, well, they got Howard Stern and what else? They got music channels, but music you can just grab offline anyway. It's like, why do they want my money? And another thing about this uh, subscription-based platforms, there are things on Hulu, Hulu, that I would like to watch, and uh, I won't. Uh, not for $15 a month. Uh, if you add up all of the platform money that they, they want to get from you, uh, I mean, the cheapest one is four ninety nine a month. I think that's for, uh, I don't know, what is it, Discovery? Uh, and, okay, you go four ninety nine a month to $20 a month, and you add all these up, you could be paying up to $500 a month for all those platforms that are out there. Uh, I've, I've got enough where I, I can easily afford it but not every one of them now they're all branching to cbs and hbo and all this paramount which is cbs i'm like no i'm that's enough i've got to get a new car i'm going to need that money to, to make the payment each month and i'm not going to do it to watch tv when you think about it, how many people get all of these things and shell out four or five hundred dollars a month for streaming platforms now that's that's ridiculous, and it'll never have. If I was a multi-billionaire, I wouldn't do it. It because it's just so stupid, and it's an obvious reach for your wallet, and uh, they ain't gonna grab mine. So with that, I thank everyone who has contributed to this program, and as uh, Hubert Humphrey once said, I'm pleased as punch that uh, Ernie is the official underwriter. And the official beloved sponsor of the Brit Summer Show. We thank you. Yes, thank you, Ernie. 
And as a follow-up to last week's request by Ernie, who uh, really enjoyed my Janet Reno <laughs> comedy bits. I mean, people barely remember who that was. But as, as it would have, of course, my brain's all twisted in knots, and I don't remember half the stuff I did. Jakey's Pizza is a part of one of the bits I did about Janet Reno. And I don't know why. It's called Shakes on a Plane, and uh, Shakey's Pizza's in it. So I, I just, because I, I don't pay attention, I refer to it as Shakey's Pizza. But here you go, Ernie, a twin spin with a Janet Reno surprise. In a world where there's a place that has more bombs than the Middle East, your local theater, we bring you the sequel to Snakes on a Plane, Shakes on a Plane. Would you like a refreshment? I'll have a coffee. I'm sorry, we only have shakes. Oh. We have chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, and banana, and your choice of shake-a-shake, shake-a-pudding, and shakey's pizza. Let's see, I hate vanilla. I'm allergic to strawberries. It's only a two-hour flight, sir. You look familiar. Aren't you Janet Reno? Yeah, what about it? I don't know. It just makes me long for the days of sexy stews and pumps. Don't miss on a plane. She ran for governor, but couldn't win an election that even Bush could fix. So what's Janet Reno doing now? Welcome to the Janet Reno Foosball Arcade. It's much more than just a pastime and dusty old machines in the back of a bowling alley. These are state-of-the-art regulation-sized foosball gaming tables for the most serious of foosball fans to hone their skills. Try out for the Foosball Super Bowl, where you can challenge current champions Ozzy Osbourne and Michael J. Fox. Just relax in our dining area with nourishment provided by Shakey's Pizza and Steak and Shake. Top your meal off with a creamy shaker pudding. Your children will be amused by the broken animatron puppet of Don Shula. I love stem cells. They love me. Let's have more brain stems for me. Let's have more research on them, please. You just, you just, you just can't have enough. Watch me ride the perfect storm boat, where I can stand perfectly still. Or try your luck at my shake and bake cook-off and paint mixing competition. You can see this old fella's been keeping busy. The Reno Foosball Arcade. For reservations, call now. 1-800-DICK-VAN-DYKE. That's 1-800-DICK-VAN-DYKE. Wow, Norm MacDonald died? 61. And he kept that, uh, he had cancer, but he kept it a secret. And, and, and what I've been reading, it didn't say what can, kind of cancer it was. It doesn't matter, does it? Uh, and I'm only wondering, damn, he did a lot of VO. That's his voice on, on dozens of television commercials. What are they going to do, pull them, revoice them, or just let them run? I remember when Fred Thompson died with him, when he was doing those reverse mortgage commercials. They kept running them. So I'm curious to see what they'll do with that. But yeah, Norm MacDonald died. Uh, Michael K. Williams, who played Chalky White on, which was a great show until the finale, Boardwalk Empire. He played, he played Chalky White, and it was a great character. So good, in fact, we, we got some drop. Uh, George and I, when we were doing the SoFlo show, we, we uh, got some drops of him as Chalky White. Like this one here. What you say to that, brother Tambo? <laughs> George just loved him. We, we played these drops a lot. Ma, ma, who that little lamb tell? <laughs> yeah. Got to pay our eyeballs. Can't help but use them. There he is, Chalky White. I'd play him on this show. I just don't have any, I haven't felt a need for it, but there you go. Michael K. Williams, who had a normal name, but on Boardwalk Empire, he was Chalky White. What you say to that, brother Tambo? Young. These are young men that are, that are dying, and not COVID. Uh, he was apparently addicted to some kind of drugs, and... Uh, McDonald, he had uh, cancer, so it just goes to show. Uh, I mean, uh, George Rodriguez was 55 and just died. 
my entertainment attorney was in his 50s and he just died. So why tempt fate? Get vaccinated. <sighs> I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Cut my balls so I can have sex with you. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have safe sex with you. I'm gonna cut my balls for a no stress trouble free screw. I wanna bang every gal in town. Without the fear of pregnancy, such entrapments will stop. Once that I hit chop, I'm gonna cut my balls, cause I hear the pain ain't that bad. You gotta wait is all and wear a feminine pad. Don't care if it makes my voice real high. Gonna cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Ouchie, 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 And so appalled. Eek, eek. <laughs> oh, many, many lifeless hurricane fans will now be checking inside their pants. Do I have two? Or am I smooth? Take down that sign, they're lying. Dolphins don't have any balls. That's why they slap each other's cheeks. No balls on our That's a wrap for the Brit Summer Show this week on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI. Let me, let me do this with a puke. <laughs> Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, and Acast. Did I puke that good? <laughs> There's an inside word that uh, podcasters don't know. You puke it. And that's when you... When you get the dime and jump and you go, yep, yep, and uh, you could do it. And the reason they did that was to extend what they were saying to talk up a ramp of a song. Yep, 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 yep. And after a while, it gets uh, annoying, but it is fun to do. <laughs> Thanks for listening this week. I'll have more for you next week. Uh, more shouting, screaming, uh Shucking, jiving, and uh, assorted things like that. Uh, I'm going to get uh, in coming shows because here, I'll just give you a preview. We're going to get that te- Texas law well, with the abortion and the bounties on your head. They're feverishly working on it now. Right here in Florida. Yeah. yeah come on down. Have a vacation here in the swamp. You know, it was so hot out the other day, and this is not a joke. You could smell the asphalt melting. Yeah, it don't snow, though. (laughs) For that reason, let's move to Florida. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to have actual guests on the show. 
talking about that. And we're going to track these bills as they creep and snake to the uh, top of the snake's desk. And that being, uh, well, I don't want to end the show on a down note. You know who I'm talking about. We'll save that for next week. Till then, this is Brit Summer saying, if you still haven't got vaccinated, then... Bye, 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 bye.